want to live for thee every day and every hour. <laughs> Let your spirit be with us now. In, in its saving power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. heart sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, Yeah, yeah. 
Rebecca chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. And chapter 3, 17 through 19. chapter 1 we begin reading at verse 2 O Lord <clears throat> how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear or cry to you violence and you will not save why do you make me see iniquity and why do you idly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous. So justice goes forth perverted. Then if you go over to chapter 3, beginning at verse 17, you find these words. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the field yield no fruit, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. Amen. Amen. I am. Uh, the book of Rebecca has only three chapters, and <laughs> I'm going to preach all of them. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to cover. <laughs> Amen. I say that at the risk, we acknowledge the presence of the professor of preaching. <laughs> Amen. Dr. Michael Woods and Sister Woods, we are always happy to have you in the house. Amen. So. If I break some rules, don't give me an F today. Just <laughs> I, I, I want, it's just three chapters. I want us to just cover Habakkuk's message. And what he's basically asking is this. God, what's going on? God, <clears throat> what's going on? Do you ever wonder why it is that God doesn't step in and put a stop to all this evil that's going on around? Don't you sort of wonder? He's all-powerful. Why doesn't he just step in and fix all of the evil we're seeing now? Even babies are suffering at the hand of gun violence. And there's still a push for more guns. Yeah. 
laws being passed that take away basic rights from all who can afford a lobbyist, who cannot afford a lobbyist, I'm sorry. Folk who have professed Christianity have all but given up their faith to follow after a cult leader who cares nothing about them or their God. There's an all-out attack on human decency. And some, something in you begins to wonder, where is God in all of this? Something in you begins to wonder, where is God? Why doesn't he do something? And I come to tell you this morning, you're not the first to ask that question. You're not the first, and you are not alone. And let me introduce you to this Old Testament prophet, Habakkuk. Habakkuk, who lived during the time of the fall of Judah. We often hear of Jeremiah and his weeping. We often hear of Isaiah and his call and his saying, send me, I'll go. We hear of Ezekiel in the valley of dry bones. We hear of Daniel and his experience in the lion's den. All of these prophets basically did as God commanded without questioning anything. They just did what God said. In spite of the hardship, they just went on and most of them never raised an issue with God. But not so with Habakkuk. Not so with Habakkuk. Habakkuk didn't mind and he did not hesitate to ask God a question. He did not hesitate. To, he had some questions, and he knew where to carry his question. He didn't hesitate to go to God and say, God, I got a question. Oh, yeah, he, he loved God, and he honored God, but he was not afraid to go to God with a question. Y'all ain't hearing me. And I believe, my brothers and my sisters, I believe that we all will benefit from knowing that we are not the first to have questions for God. I, I know that there are those before us, there are those before us who have wondered if God has gone to sleep at the wheel. Oh, you don't have to say it. You're a little too holy to say it. But you wonder sometimes, is God taking a nap? Oh, yeah, you wonder sometimes, has God gone to sleep at the wheel? You're not the first. There are those before you who have wondered that same thing, who, like Habakkuk, has said, God, what's up with that? God, what's going on? Are you seeing? God, are you seeing what we see? The prophet Habakkuk. It, 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 he, he was a free-thinking prophet who, who wasn't afraid to wrestle with issues that tested his faith. Tell the truth, tell the truth, my brothers and sisters. There, there are some questions you want to ask God. Be honest, be honest. I ain't going to ask you to tell your neighbor. <laughs> be honest. There, there are some questions you have 
that you want to ask God, but all of your life you've been taught <laughs> that you don't. Y'all ain't hearing me. All your life you've been taught you don't question God. But I've lived long enough to realize that there are sometimes, there are times that you come, you have to come down off of that high horse, look toward heaven, and say, God, help me understand. God, what's going on? Are y'all hearing me? Now, the one thing you don't do is question his existence. <laughs> Are you hearing me? You don't question that. You don't question his existence. You've got to know that yeah, Hebrew eleven six that he is that he, that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But if you got questions, if you got questions, take them to him. Proverbs three and all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct. Your path. See, often we we get wrong answers because we ask the wrong folk. The prophet Habakkuk is one that we can all learn a lesson from as we see him dealing with issues that many of us are dealing with today. Listen to Habakkuk's, listen to his basic complaint. I'm in, the, I'm in the English Standard Version. Oh, Lord, how long shall I cry for help? And you will not hear. Or, or cry to you. I'm, I, you hear me saying, Lord, violence. And you will not save. Why, why do you even... Show me iniquity, yeah, and, and cause me to see trouble, destruction, and violence. Are y'all hearing me? Why do you even let me see it? You ain't gonna do nothing about it. Are y'all hearing me? Destruction and violence are before me, strife and contention are rising all around me. So the law, he's asking the question, so the law is powerless? Justice never goes forth? For the wicked and yeah, the, the wicked surround righteous so that justice is perverted. God, are you looking at all of this? Seems like the wicked are in charge and, and, and can do whatever they want to do. Can any, anybody feel Rebecca? Can you feel him? Can you feel him? Look like wicked folk can just do whatever they want to do. Seems like they're having a field day. I'm praying, God, but you're not doing anything. I keep talking to you about the craziness that's going on in the country right now, but it seems like you're just willing to let it go. Rebecca is saying, why, why do you even let me see this stuff? if you're not going to do anything about it. I'm watching your world be destroyed before my eyes. Every day somebody's being murdered in the street. So God, what's up with this? 
Is the law paralyzed? Is justice a thing of the past? Looks to me like the wicked are winning over righteousness. The question is, verse 2, how long, God, are you going to put up with this? That's the question. God, how long are you going to put up with this foolishness? You see, my brothers and my sisters, we, we all run the risk trying to live this life, trying to live this Christian life. We all run the risk of looking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Trying to live for Jesus, trying to do good to folk who, who, who have not, don't have good. Yeah, you run the risk of looking stupid. Denying ourselves when there seems to be no punishment for those who don't deny themselves. Trying to do the right thing while it seems that others are being rewarded for doing the wrong thing. Lord, all I want to know is why. Lord, all I want to know is how long are you going to put up with this? And let me share with you, my brothers and sisters, don't, don't ask God questions if you're not prepared for the answer. <laughs> you be careful. Don't ask God questions if you're not prepared. Have you ever asked a question and after you got the answer, you wish you hadn't asked? <laughs> Chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, God says to him, Oh, don't, don't think I, I, I don't see. <laughs> don't, don't think I don't see. Don't think for one minute, yeah that, that, yeah, yeah, that I don't see what's going on. Don't think that I don't have a plan for dealing with what you're looking at. As a matter of fact, even if I give you the answer right now, he's talking to Habakkuk. Even if I give you the answer right now, you won't believe it. <laughs> Let's go on down. Right now, he says, here's my answer. I'm preparing the Chaldeans. I'm, I'm preparing the Babylonians to come in and chastise my people and carry them into captivity. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear me. Right now, I'm getting your enemies ready. <laughs> I'm preparing your enemies to come in and take all of y'all <laughs> into captivity. And I can hear Habakkuk saying, you're right. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, he, he's feeling worse after he got an answer than he did before he got an answer. Listen to what he says to God. God, wait a minute. We are your chosen. We are your covenant people. How in the world, God, are you going to use unrighteous folk to straighten out righteous folk? Y'all ain't hearing me. 
how, how are you going to use sinful folk, folk who don't even know you, folk who don't even claim you, who you don't even claim, how are you going to use them to straighten out your folk? Oh, no. Listen to them saying the Chaldeans are worse than we are. They're idol worshipers. They don't even profess to know who you are. How are you going to use them? How will you use them to straighten your people out? How will you use unbelievers to straighten out believers? God said, yes. They are corrupt. They don't walk in my ways. And they've not chosen me as their God. And yes, they, they too at some point are going to have to be punished. But the truth is, right now my people who are called by my name are acting worse than them. <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me. The truth is, y'all know me. I have chosen you and you say you have chosen me, but you, you, you actually are worse, are acting worse. Then they're acting. You see, the fact that you are called by his name does not exempt you from chastisement. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. The fact that you are called by his name does not exempt you from being chastised. As a matter of fact, that's why you're being chastised. Rebekah receives his answer. And while it's not the answer that he was looking for, he accepts it. And he, he says, and this, this is the point, this is the pivot point in the book. This is where the whole thing turns around. Listen to what he said. He says, I, I, I'll take what I'll do. I'll go back to my tower. I go back to my place of service. I go back to my tower and just watch and wait to see how you're going to handle this. I just go back to my tower and see how everything is going to turn out. Sometimes, my brothers and sisters, you, you just got to keep on serving and trust God to be God. Even when it don't make no sense you got to just get back to your place of service and just trust God to be God. Look at chapter 2 and verse 4 says, The righteous shall live by faith. But here's where I want to close. Here's where I want to close. Chapter 2 says, Habakkuk says, I'm going back to my tower. Habakkuk is in his watchtower. Chapter 20, 2 and 20 says, or chapter 2 and 20, verse 20 says, The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Don't y'all miss that. Don't y'all don't let, let me let me give you the hang standard version. <laughs> let me get a hang standard version. Shut up and let me be God. Get up and let me be God. I'm in the control tower. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Y'all miss it. Rebecca is in 
his watchtower, a place of service. The Lord is in his holy temple. The holy, so y'all ain't hearing me. Let me say it another way. Habakkuk is in the watchtower watching. God is in the control tower. <laughs> Controlling. Y'all ain't hearing me. One watching and one controlling. Who can see further? And who has the power to turn things around? The one in the watchtower or the one in the control? Are y'all hearing me? Who, who can turn this mess around? The one who's watching it or the one who's controlling it? It's almost like Habakkuk just snapped back to his senses. It's almost like God said that and he snapped back to his senses. In chapter 3, says, I've asked a question and you have given me a tough answer. It's a tough answer and I, I, uh, one that I don't fully understand. But look at what he says. But I will rejoice. <laughs> I'll rejoice in the Lord. Don't understand it completely. I, I, I really wish I, I had a better understanding. But one thing I have learned, I can rejoice in the Lord. I accept the fact. I accept the fact that we are facing some hard times. Chapter 3 and 17, watch this. Habakkuk has turned completely around. He says, uh, I'll tell you what, although the fig tree should not blossom, nor the fruit tree and no fruit be on the vine, though the produce of the olive fail, and the field yields no food. Though there be no herd in the swine. He said everything can go bad. Even if everything is going bad. Listen to what he said. Yet. <laughs> That's a shouting point right there. Yet. Will I rejoice. In the God. Of my salvation. Are y'all hearing me? God the Lord of my strength. He will make my feet like deer feet that I might tread in high places. Oh, oh that sounds strange. He's going to make my feet like deer feet. But you know what deer feet can do? Deer feet can carry them what nobody else's feet can carry. Are y'all hearing me? He's going to make my feet like deer feet. Yeah, he's given me what I need to get away from hurt. What I need to get away from harm and danger. Here's what I need you to take with you this morning. Number one, God can handle our questions. You may not like his answers, but he can handle our questions. Number two, the more you know about the planner, the less you have to worry about the plan. Write that down. In these times, number three, in these time, in this time of evil, we must learn to lean on our faith. 
The righteous live by faith. Faith that there's a God who rules the earth and the heavens. Faith that he's got the whole world and everything in it in his hand. Faith that he is in charge. Anybody got any faith up in here? Faith that he is in charge of everything. All of the time. Faith that he can see even when we can't see. One of the most uncomfortable feelings I've ever had in my life. And y'all know, everybody around here, y'all know how I feel about flying. You know how I feel about being in the air. Y'all know how I feel about it. One of the most uncomfortable feelings to me is to be on the plane looking out the window and I can't see nothing. You look and the clouds are so thick that I can't see nothing. And what worries me even more is I know that the pilot is on the same plane I'm on. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, we are on the same plane. So if I can't see, y'all ain't hearing me. If I can't, this is my thinking. If I can't see, what's he looking at? Are y'all hearing me? But I've come to realize that he's not depending on his eyes. There's a control tower. There's a control tower, and yeah, and what's going on, the t- control tower has been watching every move we made from the time we took off, and they can see what we can't see. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all remember, y'all remember when the old Greyhound bus that motto said, relax and leave the driving to us. <laughs> That's where we got to go. We got to learn how to relax. Put it in God's hands. And the message to us this morning from a trying God today is relax and leave the driving. Y'all ain't hearing me. Leave the driving to us. Oh, it was a terrible look. Friday, <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me. When they were whipping him until the blood came streaming down. It was a terrible look when they put a cross on his shoulder. It was a terrible look when they stretched him wide and they hung him high. It was a terrible look when they pierced him in the side. It was a terrible look when when he hung his head and died. When they laid him in a borrowed tomb. But what we couldn't see was God working in the control tower. Y'all ain't hearing me. What we couldn't see was God working his plan 
all the time and all night Saturday night on in the Sunday morning he took the sting from death robbed the grave of his victory y'all ain't hearing me he conquered the sin and death and Jesus got up early Sunday morning with all power in his hand yes share a story with you and we'll go home after these children sort of a poor area where there wasn't much money the carnival came to town when the carnival came to town they all realized they didn't have they didn't have the money to go to the carnival they were just excited because it was in town Somehow they ended up and someone was generous to give them the quarter that it took to go to the carnival. Here they go, all of these kids, all, all ten of them, headed to the carnival, got a quarter. And they got to the carnival and as they got there, when they got there, they, 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 they began to look around and just see, what are we, we going to do? What am I going to do? And they decided we're going to ride the merry-go-round. And they, they, it was, they had a quarter, and that's what it took, the ride. Nine of them got on, and one of them just stood and watched them. And they got on the ride, and the ride took off. The music started going. The lights were flaring. And they were riding around, and every time they would go around, they would stand there and look at the one that was standing there with his quarter in his hand. And they would laugh at him because he wasn't riding. We are riding the merry-go-round, and you're not riding. And they, every time they go around, they would just pick at him because he was standing there. But after a while, the ride started slowing down. <laughs> and, and, and then all at once, the Lights and the music stopped. And, and now the ride stops. And, and now here they are. They're all climbing down off the ride. And they're looking at the one that's left. He's standing there. He still got his quarter. The ride is over. Are y'all hearing me? The ride is over. <laughs> Their money is gone, and now the ride has stopped. Let me just say something. Hold on to your quarter. Hold on to your quarter. This ride is going to stop after a while. Hold on to your faith. Hold. Don't let anybody take your faith. Hold on. God always makes a way. He always makes a way for his children. That's why I love him. That's why I, I'm through now. But that's why I trust God. Wherever I may be upon the land or on the stormy sea oh come what may from day to day my heavenly father just keeps on watching. I wonder if I got a witness here. 
He keeps on. Can you do that? I trust in God. Uh, a flat. I, I trust in God. Wherever I may be upon the land or on the stormy sea, oh, come what may from day to My heavenly Father watches over. He watches over me. He makes the rose. The object of his care. He guides the eagle through the pathless air. And surely he remembers me my heavenly father watches over he watches over me I trust I trust, I trust in God. I know, I know, I know, I know He cares for me. On mountain peaks or on the stormy sea oh billows roll yeah yeah yes he keeps my soul yes my heavenly father Watches over. He watches over me. And because of that, I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord till I die. 
Discipleship. The Bible simply declares, believe on the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. It also says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And this is his invitation to those who don't know him in the free pardon of your sin. So come, come unto him who is still in control of this sinful and evil world. Come unto him who will save you even now from all calamity, all strife, and all trouble. Come, come. Treat everybody right until, come on, come on. That if you don't have a church home and you need a covering of unity of God's people, come join one of God's greatest church family. Come, come, come. Everybody, right? I'm going to treat everybody, treat everybody right. Until I, I die Come on, come on Treat everybody Oh, Jesus is calling you I give your life to him right now I'm going to treat everybody right Oh, oh, bow your heads. Let's pray. Lord, we know that trouble is all around us. But we're grateful that you are a God that can handle 
any and everything in the midst of our lives. Lord, we pray for this sinful world. But we thank God that you are still in control. That no matter how turbulent life may get, no matter if we can't see the pathway, you are still ruling and super ruling above all that is. That you are a God who can handle any and everything. And Lord, we thank you for handling it right now. We thank you in the midst of death and sorrow for handling it. Lord, we thank you in the midst of sickness and sadness for healing our body. Lord, we thank you that when the money runs out, you still pay bills. Lord, we thank you for being good. We thank you for your mercy enduring forever. We thank you for your truth being there always. And we pray in the only name that matters for that name is above every name one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father and Lord in that day we'll be ever for careful to give you honor to give you glory and to bless your name in the name of Jesus we pray amen amen Amen. You may be seated. Until I die. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh hush. Mm-hmm. Hush and listen. Somebody's calling your name. Hush, hush and listen. Somebody calling your name. Oh, hush, hush and listen. Don't you know somebody's calling my name? Oh, my Lord, oh, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? Oh, somebody give God praise. Give God praise. Amen. Give God praise. I feel better, so much better, since I laid my burdens down. It's all right, because our God is still in control. Somebody thank him that no matter what you're dealing with he's still in control amen and he watches over the birds of the air how much more does he care for you amen just want to pray right now and ask everybody those virtually and those in the sanctuary go ahead and get your offering together offering is a part of worship And we want to thank God for his gifts and the building of the kingdom. If you're in the sanctuary on your way out, there are receptacles to my right and to my left. And for those who give virtually, give online, we ask that you act accordingly and do as God has made it for you to do. Amen.
Amen. I want to also remind you that Friday for our women, there will be a praise, a praise, prayer, and testimony service virtually. That information is online, and you can actually log in Saturday or Friday, I'm rather, at 7 o'clock. Prayer, praise, and testimony for our women. Amen. 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 It's so good. We're going to ask our officers to come now in our observance of the Lord's Supper. King of my life, I crown thee now. Thine shall the glory be, lest I forget thy thorn-crowned brow. Lead me to Calvary. Will have our own Deacon Gregory Bailey to lead us to the throne of grace. Let's pray. King of my life, I crown thee now. Thine shall the glory be. Amen. Lest I forget oh, yeah, thy thorn-crowned yeah, yeah. Lead me to Calvary, Calvary, Calvary. Surely he Surely died. Surely he died. Amen. On Calvary. God, we thank you. We pause to remember you, God. God, we pause to remember what you did just for us, God. God, and we thank you for giving your life so that we might live, God. God, we thank you for this table and what it represents. God, we thank you for those around the table. God, we thank you for those who will partake of these oh, elements, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. God, we thank you that as we drink and as we eat, that we remember how you bled, suffered, and died. Amen, amen. So that we might have a right to the tree of life, God. God, we thank you for victory, for we know there is victory in you, God. For there is victory in Jesus. God, we love you, we adore you, we magnify you. Bless us as we go from this place and further. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
us in a row.
Anyone been omitted to sit down? Anyone omitted to my left? Blood that Jesus shed for me.
that on the night before Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and after he given thanks said, this is my body, take and eat. After which he took the cup and says, this is the new covenant, the new testament in my blood. Take and drink ye all of it. And as often as you do this, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. We thank God for this opportunity to remember. Thank God for this opportunity to come around this table and thank him for all that he has done for us. Y'all bless him. Bless him. Amen. As we move back to some form of normal. I would like to ask those who have united with our church family, if you've united with our church family within the last couple of months or, or since COVID, if you have united with our church family, I want to ask you if you would just come that we, we might just extend to you the right hand of fellowship today. If you, wherever you are, if you've been baptized if you've recently been baptized, if you've recently joined our family, just come and take this front seat here. And I'm going to ask, amen, amen, amen. Just, just right there. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Amen. If you're new to the family, you all just come right now. Just come. Come. Amen. I just want to give the opportunity for the deacons. The deacons. Yeah, you all come. Yeah, come, come, come. The Masons. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. And we just want to extend to you, the deacons, on behalf of all of us, the deacons will extend to you the right hand of fellowship. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. A fellowship. What a joy divine. Peace is mine, leaning on the other land. Oh, yeah. 
Are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org/give. On Cash App 
at dollar sign the church with zeal via the Givelify app by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.